0: Everybody, welcome to another edition of We Talk Photo. I am one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me always is Mr. Jack Graham. How are you doing today, Jack?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, from rainy and stormy, thunder and lightning, Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite warm up here. You're missing the 100 degree heat up here in the Pacific Northwest. So no, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't have humidity, so yeah. there's that. So, folks, today we have an absolutely fantastic guest coming to us from Sydney, Australia. So Is this it's, the
1: furthest, John, that we've ever had anybody? I had think it's get, the
0: furthest away. He gets the prize, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. early in the morning for him, and it's late, not later, but it, it's not late, but it's later for us doing this podcast so folks please welcome Ignacio Palacios thank you for coming on our show today
2: uh, thank you John and thank you Jack for having me here today yeah um, as you said I'm in Sydney in the middle of the winter and um, but it's still 17 degrees so pretty much
1: <laughs> that's not bad at all well, that's a, that's a roughly 65 or 70 degrees Fahrenheit I think if I'm right so that's a good thing. Well, thank you for being here. You know, I I we 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 you know, most of the people we have on, I say at least half are probably good friends of ours. The other half are people that we have contacted and found their work. And I found Ignacio's work um through some other people that I know and I was just blown away by what he does. Um for those of you that are near a computer while you're, you know, listening to this, uh, his web address is IP, that's Ignacio Palacios, au. And if you want to take a gander at that while we talk uh, together here, I think you'll find, you'll, you'll know why I, 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 it was a, on my high on my list to have Ignacio with us, well, thank you for being here. Um, tell us how ignacio Placios found his way to sydney australia
2: <laughs> sydney australia um well, that was in two thousand and eight i believe um I, I i was traveling i was on a long trip around the world i think uh, I was traveling for 22 months non-stop, uh, wow. just visiting some countries and photographing, and, uh, and I, met, uh, I met an Australian girl when I was in a train in India. Now she's, she's I married her, but now she's my, my ex-wife, <laughs> uh, but that's, that's why I settled in, in Australia uh, after that long trip. I I decided to stay in Sydney. It's a beautiful, beautiful city, uh, beautiful country. And um, and now, yeah, I have a couple of kids. So um, I live in, in Sydney, Australia. And
1: mm. I, I see a lot of your trips are in Asia. You spend a lot of time around Asia, so it's probably a, lot of, a little easier to get to, yeah. than, say, if you lived in New York or somewhere.
2: Yeah. I, I yeah I have traveled a lot in Asia in India particularly it's, uh, it's a country that I that I love I've been seven seven or eight times over there and I love I love Nepal and on the hill the Himalayas and the mountains so it's a place that I that I tend to go a lot um, I haven't organized a lot of photography tours to Southeast Asia um, but a couple to India um, and, uh, and now I'm doing one to. To Bhutan, but yeah, I I I I travel or I organize photography workshops anywhere really. South America uh, is where I started uh, in in Patagonia, uh, Chile, Bolivia, Argentina. I'm doing one in Colombia, and uh, and then I'm starting to do quite a few tours as well in Africa. Um, yeah. So, anyway,
0: <laughs> let, let me let me ask you about about going to Colombia for this. That's you're the first person I've I've seen run a run a workshop in Colombia. What uh, what's there? What's what's the attraction?
2: Well, I to be honest, um, there is a place where I really want to go. It is called Caño Cristales, which is a river um, that has some very beautiful colors and textures. Um, so that's one of my, you know, I'm, I've been working on a book about South America for a very long time. And uh, and this is one of the places that has to be in the book. And so sometimes I'm driven to go to some places, you know, because I need to finalize some projects or because my clients or guests are asking me to go. Um, yeah, I I think it has beautiful villages and a beautiful culture, um, you know, and, um, and I think... You know, to photograph uh, people as well will be very interesting, and and wildlife. It has a lot of birds. I'm not really a bird photographer, but it has a lot of um, a lot of beautiful birds, uh, monkeys, and so it's quite a quite a lot of wildlife in the Amazon over there. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to explore there. Mm.
1: You know, there's only one person, and I, and I'm, you know, you know, we don't really know each other, so. Don't get mad at me when I compliment you too much, Ignacio, but there's only one person I know other than you that from I can see in your work that can successfully photograph wildlife, landscape, and travel people at a very high level, and that's Art Wolfe. Uh, he, 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 he does it. And Art, if you're listening to this, I hope you are. Please come on with us. We'd love it to have you. Uh, uh, but um, you know, uh, Art is just—that's—he he can do that. I think you do it equally as well, which is a high compliment. Yeah.
2: Well, that is that is a very high compliment. I mean, Art has been, uh, you know, uh, a person I have been looking at um, for many many years. He's been an inspiration for me. To travel and to photograph, and um, and I I have all of his books. I have some of his prints as well, mm-hmm. uh, the editions book. So I I know his work very very well, and uh, and I have been following him for for the last twenty five years. Uh, really? So it's an amazing experience for me to work with him. Uh, when I went with him to um, oh you did, I have worked with him uh, three or four times. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
2: In, in the Atacama in in Chile, um, I've been with him in uh, in Lofoten in Norway, and um, and I have been with him in Antarctica, I think. Ah, uh, was it Antarctica? Um, and Patagonia, uh, Patagonia, Atacama, uh, Lofoten, and uh, yeah, and you know, and uh, I would love to do a few more tours with him. Uh, well, if, you, if 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 art if you're working
1: with art you're at the top of the food chain because I know he's very, very picky on who he works with. And, and you know, looking at your work, it reminded me of what Art did. So I, it's fu- yeah. funny that that uh, came to me. I be. think,
2: yeah, he is a very, he's very talented and uh, he's very, very curious and also has a lot of energy, even at his age. Oh, you see? Uh, so he's, <laughs> he travels all the time and... Uh, yeah, he, he, he knows a lot about um, the cultures and the countries. He's traveled everywhere. Um, yeah. So it's, and it's, that's because he has, you
1: he, know. He's, that. A, he's a fun guy. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's, uh, a like, he's he people. can be a little crazy, but he, he's a lot of fun to be around. And he's, a, he's, you know, you know, like I say, your work is, is, I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's on that level. And that's uh, I, I
2: still have a few years to go before I can produce. I think he has about a hundred books. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I think I have ten or twelve books, um, but it's still a while to, to go. <laughs> well, you yeah. know,
0: so, speaking of your books, I, I uh, was scanning it earlier and saw that we have another mutual friend in uh, in Mark Adamus. He wrote the foreword for what, your what? Patagonia book.
2: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Have,
0: you, have you worked with him much or know him much?
2: Um, I think Mark is... Um, I don't know him, um, but I know that he's more of a um, uh, lonely guy who organizes tours on his own. Uh, I would love to do something with him. And I have proposed to do something together um, in Australia, for example. And uh, and I was actually thinking of joining one of his tours in uh, in Pakistan. This is a location that I really want to go. I haven't been to those locations, and he's organizing tours there. Uh, I might join when I have um, some time, um, but I'm really busy with my own tours. But and I couldn't I couldn't do that that one. But hopefully, hopefully we get to meet at some point, either Australia, New Zealand, or one of his tours. But his work is unbelievable. I really love his work. And he was actually, I asked him to write the foreword of, uh, of my book in Patagonia because he was the reason that fo- one of the photographs that is in the book um, that actually uh, he sent to me, uh, and I sent a, a picture to him as well um, of, of Brazil. Um, he made a comment on in Instagram about one of images being amazing and one of the top 10 images that he's ever seen. So I, I sent him a, a big print and then he sent me that picture of Patagonia, which was my favorite image of Patagonia of him. And that is the picture of Patagonia that made me, you know, re- pretty much quit my job and organize my first photography tour to Patagonia because I love that image. Wow. And, uh, and I have never been able to photograph that is that particular view because actually it takes it takes a long time to get to that point. And every time I go with, with guests, we don't have the time to do that that walk. But you know, I was always intrigued by that image because it's like how have you got this? How did, from where? From which point? Because either you cross this river with a canoe or you have to hike for two days <laughs> and you have to get permits. So you and you know, mm. so I was really well, uh, knowing
0: knowing I Mark, think... he probably hiked for two days and yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 we're trying to get Mark on Mark. I talked to Mark on the phone probably about a month, two months ago, trying to get him here on the podcast. And you know, he's traveling so much. So, but when I do talk to him and he's on the list to call here in the next couple of weeks, I'll make sure he listens. I know he listens to this podcast, and I'll make sure mm-hmm. that uh, he gets in contact. I'll ask him to contact you and. You two would be, it would be, it would be. If I, if I was, you know, a hundred years younger, I, I would like, I would love to be with the two of you guys. That
2: would be. Yeah, we 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 have a few clients, uh, common clients, and they are asking the same. They are asking us to do something yeah. to and I would love to. Do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure you will. Um, Ignacio, it, I guess you know, this is a crazy question. I don't know how else to ask it, but. You you are really into texture and and, and presence. Um, am I right? I mean, is that what you look for? Oh, uh, it's, it's um, I have
2: subject matter. I I do like to photograph any subject but I really I'm really drawn around you know abstracts as well and and when you say textures or or shapes I find a lot of those um when I photograph from the air from an airplane or from a chopper um you know so I photographed quite a bit in Australia there are amazing locations for aerial photography Mm -hmm. and so there are many different colors and shapes um you know, so it's and then you can create beautiful abstracts from that. So yeah, I really like that, um, as well as other subjects. But that that is something that um, yeah. But there,
0: but there's something about you know, and I've been trying to put words around what I feel when I look at your images. And there's something, and I've not been able to put words to it. There's something magical about them. There's a feel to them. It's very natural, is, is the first word. So you don't, it's obvious you don't spend or you don't over process your images, but they're incredibly vibrant and realistic and have this, as Jack said, they have this presence about them. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's, it's phenomenal. Normally I, I can find the words to describe photographs, but with yours, I, I struggle to find the right words because it's, they're so beautiful and it's very hard to, to describe what they are. I mean, what, what this is that I'm feeling, but there's a presence about them that, that makes me feel like I'm in the landscape and I can feel the emotion of the landscape.
2: Mm, that's very nice. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, if uh, a part of my work, um, um, I, I do actually process my image, and some of them I process, process them quite a bit, actually. Um, basically, um, I try to capture something um, and I try not to do a lot of processing to my image, but sometimes, you know, if I'm not completely happy with the result, and I think the image has potential to, by doing something extra or processing or you know, even a composite, um, you know, I could, I, I always go as far as I have to go until I'm happy with the result. Sometimes yeah. I'm very very happy and I don't touch it any further. Uh, but if I'm not completely happy and I know that adding some stuff or removing some elements from, from the image um is gonna is gonna make it better, then I, I do that. So I have no problem no problem with that. But I'm also very honest about um what I do. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean even, even the ones that could be heavily processed, they don't look like it. You know you no. you've probably seen a lot of yeah. images that that almost yeah. look like digital art they're so heavily processed but yours yes. yours yeah. retains this very natural feel to it
2: yeah yeah well that's 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 the purpose I mean you have to you know try to process an image uh, until you're happy with it um, but also it has to look natural I don't uh, same I don't like some of those images that are look uh, oversaturated or, you know, HDR. Yeah. or So they, they, they also have to look nice and not so sort of processed and natural, I mean. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know... You know oh, go ahead,
1: Jack. No, the other thing I was going to ask, not to change the subject, but, you know, you market yourself, and this is, I think, really, really smart. Um, a lot of us, me included... You know, we walk around and people say, well, what kind of, you know, we're we're a nature photographer, (laughs) whatever that means. You market yourself as a travel photographer. And now after talking with you, and, you know, I did really get into your your, uh, information, um, I think it's really smart because it, it, it is exactly what you do. I think that, you travel, and that's a part of it. But I think that it sounds like the experience is every bit as important as the photographs, and it shows
2: the work. Yeah, always. I've been I've been traveling for. This is actually my 25 year anniversary. That was actually last last Sunday, 25 years ago. I took a plane to the U.S. to New York. It was my dream to travel to to the U.S. Uh, and in particularly to New York, and so I went and I spent four months. And uh, my father was a professional photographer, as well as my grandfather. So I took a camera and a hundred rolls of film, and I, you know, and I photographed the whole east of um, the U.S. and Canada, and uh, and that that's really was the start of of my career or my you know as a photographer. Um, so that's 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 uh, that was that was 25 years ago. Uh, I, I, when I was when I started traveling, I, I, I was I was basically a tourist. You know, I wanted to to see the Twin Towers at that time and the fire State and Central Park and take take a snap. Uh, but then some of those images when I came back home, my father looked at them and they said, "Wow, this is good. This is good. This composition." <laughs> and I haven't I had have never studied anything. I wasn't actually interested in photography that much because my father was a photographer and, and my father wanted me to continue with the business. But my father was more like a wedding commercial photographer as well as my grandfather. Yeah. Uh, I was interested in in weddings. I was not interested in anything <laughs> like in photography or being on a shop. I wanted to travel. and okay. But that trip and the pictures that I took uh, kind of like, you know, that was the catalyst really. Because after that trip, I went to the Middle East for three months. And then I went to India and Sri Lanka. So I started to do a few more trips. And then from being a tourist, I became a traveler. And then after those trips to Middle East and and Asia, India, I, I just said, look, this is what I want to do. And I quit my job. I'm an engineer. I quit my job in Madrid as an engineer. And I started to travel around the world for for 22 months, 24 months, uh, until I settled in uh, in Australia. And then when I was in Australia, I was doing uh, quite a bit of traveling as well, but I started, to, that was a part-time job, um, whilst I was also doing engineering. And then there was a point when I decided to go 100% full-time professional photography. And that was in, I think it was 2010, um, yeah. You something?
1: know, it's it's, it's t- You know, the places you go. I mean, it's not. You know, John and I, we go. You know, we go to the Palouse, and we go to the Oregon Coast, and or we go to the Olympic Peninsula and the Smoky Mountains, and all these places. And you know, to it, it's not. I mean, it's we have to make sure everything works, and you know, hotel rooms. You know, but I mean, when you're going to Butan and Patagonia and uh, you know, the, the places you go. Um, part of what's what your value is, you you know you know your way around, and that's again shows in your work. Um, you, you look, you know, the places that I see your images, you, it looks like you're very comfortable in it. It's uh, it's part of yeah. The, I mean, the more
2: the more you travel, the more confident you are. You know, yeah. I've been I've been in nearly a hundred I think next next year I'm gonna hit a hundred countries. And I have done, wow. because I wrote diaries about every trip I do. I, I have done nearly 200 trips wow. uh, since I started. So that 200 trips all over the world. And so you get comfortable about, you know, talking to people anywhere. Uh, and then what to do if you wanna take a picture of, of someone on the street or like, all of that is just natural now. And that's what I teach during my workshops, but it doesn't come naturally or, you know, okay. if, you've, if it's the first time you go to Africa or the first time you go to South America or Southeast Asia or India, sometimes it can be a shock and you don't know. So you need to, you need to, I, I always recommend to, yeah, at least to do one of these photography workshops with someone who knows the area uh, because I, I also did the same. I also did uh, a photography workshop and some one-on-one lessons with some photographers that were for me inspirations, and that is very valuable. And I learned a lot. And I think I think it's um, yeah something that is it's a very good experience to to have. Mm. Well, wow. wow, you have a lot of miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of miles. And the list the list is still growing. You know, like when you travel, and then it's oh you find out about more things about that country or you, you 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 meet other travelers and, oh, yeah, I've been there. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I, that wasn't in my list, but I can't do it, so I have to come back. Yeah. So there are so many places or countries, areas that I have been uh, and then I can't, you know, I can still, I'm still finding out more and more. So the list of places, uh, you know, to photograph is just growing all the time. Yeah. And then there are photographers that I follow. They go to, some locations, new locations that I don't. I, oh my god, this is this is amazing! I have to go there too. So it's, so it's it just never ends. <laughs> how do you I think manage po-
1: your gear? Yeah, I mean, how do you manage your gear? I mean, you, you 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 probably have that that down. I mean, you know what to pack and what to take, what not to take.
2: It, yeah, my, my back is always ready to go. So it's uh, so it's um, I. Look, I, I have a lot of different brands. Uh, I'm not a Nikon ambassador or anything like that. Uh, I've been shooting Nikon for 25 years, but I enjoy also photographing with other brands. Uh, so I use Pentax and Fuji, um, and um, but I'm now, i now I'm, I'm 49, and you know, like I'm trying to reduce the amount of equipment that I have at the moment. So I'm you're, trying you're to- a
1: kid, Ignatius. So you're a
2: kid. <laughs> You're a kid. Yeah, but, <laughs> It's still like, you know, like when I, when I pack, you know, 10, 12 kilos of, or more of on my back, you know, if I go to Patagonia, then my knees, you know, are starting to get really, really painful sometimes. So I need to reduce my equipment and, and also, you know, so I'm trying to stick with one brand at the moment and that's, that's Nikon, uh, for me. So I'm just, I have, uh, I have, I have bought the new mirrorless camera is this year. Um,
1: nine is my nine.
2: first my first mirrorless camera and uh, nice. so it's um it's really nice and um yeah so um yeah. a lot of places you can't
1: carry i mean some of these little airplanes that you fly on you can only carry a very small pack and the weight is very restricted yeah, yeah. You know?
2: yeah when you fly on a helicopter Normally, well, it it depends, but normally I fly with two two bodies and twenty four seventy and seventy two hundred. That's that's okay, but not not with your bag, uh, just with the two cameras around your neck. Um, No lens suits or anything like that, or caps, and uh, yeah, Um,
1: yeah. All adds up.
0: Yeah, it does. How much (laughs) how much aerial photography do you do? Do you try to do it in every location that you go to, or just certain
2: areas? Yeah, if, if, if there is a, a place um, where I have, you know, every, every time, of course, I research the area very well. And then if I find locations where it would be interesting to do some area photography, I, I do. And, yeah, ne- nearly nearly every trip I try to do area photography. We did aerial in Brazil around, uh, around Rio. We went photographing Lençóis Maranienses, an amazing location for, for photography. Um Aerial photography in Australia is incredible. I'm now planning a trip to Kauai, uh, uh, and I've done it before, but of course, that's mandatory to take a helicopter off to Kauai. uh, I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, It's uh, an amazing, one of my favorite islands in in the world. It's uh, unbelievable. Uh, Then when I went to reunions, uh, also um, aerial photography, um, yeah, yeah, if, if I can do aerial I do aerial photography uh, sometimes we if, if it's allowed with a drone you you can do it but in some places you can do you can do that with a drone yeah, yeah. that's so, what I was gonna ask
0: you if you also use a drone along with your helicopters so
2: yeah 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 I I pack always two drones just in case I crash one so <laughs> I have always two drones in my bag um, but um, yeah yeah. So um, there are some beautiful locations to to use drones. Uh, in some places, still there are there are so, there aren't so many restrictions, like in some places in Puna, Argentina, uh, in Bolivia. Um, these are locations which are absolutely stunning, and uh, you know uh, where you can still use a drone without any problem. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. That's fascinating. Let me. Can, can I switch real quick and talk about all the books that you've written? So you have a books, lot of you have a lot of books, and and one of the ones that I think I want to get because I, I love the concept. I've not seen somebody do this, and that was the um, where you dissect award-winning shots and talk about mm-hmm. you know the structure, the color, the the messaging. In these shots, you take images and you sort of deconstruct them and talk about what works and why yes, it
2: works. Yes, came came back came uh, a couple of uh, months ago from from China. So <laughs> it's uh it's it's an awesome awesome book. Uh, everything I know about photography is there. Um, I started this this started about five or six years ago. I. I, you know, some of my award winning images, um, I wanted to talk about them, but I wanted to explain and understand why they have been successful. And a lot of them have the same ingredients. So, you know, I started to write about these images, the story about the image and, uh, and, um, why it worked. Uh, in some competitions compositionally, is it the composition, is the story, is the narrative, is, is the light. So I talk about all of this for each of the images. Uh, and there are 40 articles, 40 images, 40 articles, and 280 pages. It's really intense because I talk about harmony, like oh everything in the image is completely dissected. Like I, I read so many book of so many books about composition. And I have taken, you know, every piece that I know from these books, uh, articles that I have read, and then put everything together into this into this book and talk about those those images. So I think it's, it's a very good educational educational book. And um, I don't explain the processing with Photoshop that I do, but I I have the steps. Um, of, um you know and I have the original image and how do I go from the original to the final image as well
0: right. so
2: yeah, yeah it's, it's, um,
0: that's fantastic I think you know what really what I love about this is it, it's it's talking about the art of composition really um, everything that goes into a composition why it works and why it doesn't and that's the that's the artistry that <laughs> that I don't think enough people teach. Anymore, we talk about the technology side of things, how to move a slider, how to process stuff and camera stuff, but not enough yeah. people talk about the art.
2: Yeah, composition is the most important um, thing that you need to learn in photography, by far. You you learn by looking at images in books from well-known photographers, you learn by entering competitions and looking at the winners, the finalists um, you, you learn by looking, looking, looking and then also by photographing and removing distracting elements uh, from the image making things simple, but composition is number one, I did another book about composition, the whole book is about composition, the 10 ingredients of composition mastery, uh, and you know, some people you know they, 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 they you know they learned, they learned about composition. Uh, sometimes it's slow, sometimes it's quicker, but it's, it's the key in photography, composition. I mean, light yeah. is important, um, technique is important, but if you have technique and good light, but composition is not good, then it's, you don't have a good picture. If you have composition, uh, but you have bad light, or, you know, or the technique is not perfect, you still have an amazing image. Important is to have a great composition. If you add good light, and if you add the narrative, if the picture is also telling a story, then you have uh, an award-winning shot. So composition, yeah. then narrative, light, technique, but composition is, is number one.
0: Sure. And, and I think yeah. the other thing, I totally agree with what you said, and I think the other thing that, that resonates with me with what you said was was examining, you know, you examine every element in this composition. And for folks listening you know it's the details that matter you know it's the details that make a good image great and obsessing over everything about it the 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 texture shape pattern color leading lines the emotion the story the subject the light elevation of your tripod every little thing matters to make a great mm-hmm. composition
1: yeah 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 yeah. It's, you know, it's it's funny that I, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna buy this book. You know, probably I don't even know. But see I'm 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 old, Ignacio. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that probably fifteen years ago and I've got I've got about twenty images done and and they're here and I've gotta still finish it. Um but I started doing it up on it's up actually up on my blog. I started doing a, a, a thing called "Which One Works," and I had some images where I actually showed GPS coordinates standing five feet away. What a difference that can make in the composition! And and uh, I I think I think too many people I think John hit the nail on the head. Too many people worry about you know um, everything but the detail. And and uh, sometimes it's that small little thing that mm-hmm. makes makes a, a great, image, All the a really amazing, amazing image. And uh, do you ship internationally?
2: <laughs> people get when to- I during, during my tours, uh, one of the things that I try to teach people is in terms of composition. You know, you, you go to Patagonia and. It's amazing, the mountains or Atacama or like some of these incredible locations uh, and mountains. And then you are surrounded by mountains, the wind, the smells, the animals. And then you just try to capture everything with a wide angle. Uh, And then you look at the image when you go home and it's like, that was a really nice landscape, but it's not a really nice picture. (laughs) So the difference is when you are there and you have all those feelings and you try to capture that, then you go home, it's like, yeah, well, it was amazing being there. And you see the image, it's like, and I say, there is a big difference between having a nice or taking a great landscape or taking a great photograph. It's not the same. When you are trying to get a a good photograph, uh, you have to try to make it simple uh, and find all those compositional elements that lead to your subject. So you have to have a a strong subject, but also leading lines, light, all those ingredients or aspects, try to put them together to make something strong. And that is maybe not a nice landscape, but it's a a very nice picture. Uh, But sometimes, yeah, we tend to photograph the whole landscape with a wide angle and think, oh, those mountains are very small, or, or this doesn't lead anywhere, or what is the subject? So it's a nice landscape when you're there and we take a picture, but not a great picture.
1: Yeah, I always tell people if that's what they want to do, they could go buy a postcard. And <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll accomplish the same thing.
2: Um, you, you have a lot
1: of books. And I, I, I know that um, hopefully uh, I'm going to, there's a couple here I'm going to buy. Uh, you do ship internationally, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, and yeah. Uh, uh, you know, do you are you do you or have you done any work? Do you have anything planned here in America? Probably not.
2: I am planning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, As really? I said, I'm, planning, I'm planning a. If you look in my tours in my website for 2025, I'm doing a tours a tour to photograph tornadoes. <laughs> Fun. Uh, yeah, and before that, I'm going to stop in Hawaii for four nights. So I'm doing Hawaii. And, and then the tornadoes. And then the same year, I'm planning to do something similar, the suppressed swamps in Texas and Louisiana um, in October, November, the Everglades. And then also probably I will stop in Hawaii, maybe in the big island. And, and yeah, because... Those tours, the cypress swamps, and the tornadoes are, are just very short. It's only a week, so I try to combine that with a, a little short trip somewhere else. Just and so you
1: know, the tornadoes—you uh, could go for a week and not even have a drop of rain. So, it's you got to be pretty lucky to a lot of get driving.
0: A lot of driving.
1: Get in on that scene, and you, there are many people. Good, you probably know who they are. Good quality people at lead us. Um, you know, yeah. John, we guess We do have people all over the world that listen to this podcast, and I hope that they'll check out your books and and your and your tours. Um, man, I, I want to go on one. Mm-hmm. You're, you're come booking, out, come you're, on, come you're, on, come on you're, <laughs> you're doing
2: 2025 I, I, I'm just hoping I can live to 2020 If, if you, you join to one of my tours I'll <laughs> give you one book for free Jack. Oh, there
0: nice
1: go. There you go <laughs> yeah.
2: um, What what do you
1: have coming up that people may want to know about the
2: Uh, Look, this year um, has been quite quiet because um, during COVID, I didn't organize much. So I've been just running the tours that were postponed from the COVID times. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm just, I've done a couple of tours in South America this year. And I did Svalbard. Uh, I'm going to Sumatra in August, but that's just a personal trip to, it's a scouting trip because I'm planning to, uh, take a group there to photograph orangutans um, but my my next trip is to Bhutan uh, that's oh. that's in October um, so that's that's uh, that's a, that's my next trip and my final trip for this year I also have a trip to Colombia actually um, in uh, in October November so that, those those are the the last trips of the year uh, Bhutan and Colombia but have you been to have you been to Bhutan before I have been to most of the Himalayas, but not to Bhutan. So I've been to Nepal three, four times. I've been. I to... hear the
1: airport is quite fun.
2: Yeah, the to, the landing is one of the <laughs> most exciting landings in, yeah. the, in the world. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, sean well, uh Well, John's going to put up some notes, show notes, um, and we'll we'll. Uh, uh, he'll tell you. We'll feature. Yeah, we'll talk about your books and your trips. But man, mm-hmm. folks, take advantage of Ignacio. Man, he's amazing. I'm so glad that we had you here. God, so, time was <laughs> so fast. Right. Could, will you come
2: back? Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Any,
1: and I'll, I'll get a hold of Mark, to Adamus, and tell him to make sure that you guys. Well,
0: I I personally like to do a whole program on on dissecting images and talk about things. I think yeah. that would be you know not to give away your whole book, but but just to talk about that and and understand the depth that you go through to to dissect mm-hmm. these images. I I love that kind of stuff.
1: Ignacia, maybe what we'll do is we'll 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 uh, communicate by email or something. Maybe we can. Get you to pull out maybe three images that you haven't really, you know, thought about a lot, and do it live with us. Would you do? Maybe would that be possible, John? Sure, yes,
2: sure. Yeah, that'd be, well, fun. that'd be. cool.
1: Good, John. You want to put the put the final put touch the note or? on it.
0: Well, so folks, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I assume you've come this far, and I. I urge you to check out Ignacio's website you can find the link on the website or we talk photo and uh, if you have any questions comments uh, want to see anything else we talk photo at gmail.com and with that I think I'll say goodnight to Jack and have yeah. a wonderful day Ignacio thank and you for, for those being of here. you
1: for those of you on YouTube um, uh, we do have a regular podcast the same audio will be on on com and vice versa. Um, we like to do the video part of what we're doing here. And Ignacio, when we sign off here, don't go away. We want to talk to you. John, Thank
2: you, you take thank you care yourself. of yourself. Great talking to you guys. Okay. Yes, thank you. Good
0: night. All right, bye-bye. Bye.